calling. Talking about careers. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, what's the right word? And then you started it. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> she got it. <laughs> no, but like seriously. So um I guess like I grew always grew up in like a business setting sort of thing. Your my family. Parents, yeah, like my parents always had their own business. Their last business that they had, they ran it for around 26, 27 years. And I guess, you know, and the thing is that my parents had their business at home. So I was always around that. You're a witness to it. Yeah. So I would listen and I would see my mom like answering the phone at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. Like, always in that environment. How was that for you growing up? I'm going to be honest. Um, it was an advantage, but a disadvantage at the same time. It. it was an advantage because I feel like, like, I always say the same thing, and I feel like I had to grow up really quick. Yep. Um, I'm not going to get emotional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do, I got you. Here's the <laughs> I feel like I always had to, I had to grow up quick, and the thing is, is that with my parents and, like, the business that they had, mm-hmm. they were kind of in the limelight, and with my parents, they always, they always reassured me and made sure that I had to present myself in a certain way. Got it. Because of, you know, reputation, because of that. That could put a lot of pressure. Yeah, and, like, I'm, like, you know, like, in the, like a kid in elementary school having, like, other, like, like my other friends or kids telling me, like, oh, like, you know, you have this, you have that, because your parents, blah, 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 but, like... I can't. You don't really know anything about that stuff. No, and like my parents worked hard for what they had. Like my dad came here with like five hundred bucks. Like yeah, nothing to Canada. Came, lived here, worked, and came here for like six, seven months before my mom even came here mm-hmm. with her two kids, with my, my brother, and my sister. So it's like for me, it's like I've always been around that, and I always saw myself to be that businesswoman powerhouse. I believe it wholeheartedly in my in yeah. my heart that I know one hundred percent that I'm going to get there. It's amazing that I was exposed to that at an early age because I have that drive and like I said, grinder that hustle in me to get yeah, something done. And like for me, more than anything, is to do something impactful. Even when I think about it, like why do I work where I work? Like why do I work at GNL, for example? Mm-hmm. If I really think about it, I can work at any marketing agency. You could. But the thing is, is you that hear that moon man? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's about keeping in line with like your values and your culture. And that's my thing. For me, like growing up, it was so it's like when you're talking about like advantage and disadvantage. Yep. It was disadvantage because like it's almost as if I couldn't really be a kid, but I was. At so, the same time. It's confusing. Yeah, it is. I had so much responsibility being like the prim and proper daughter. 100%. And I think it's more than anything, it's like my older brother worked with my parents mm-hmm. and they like did their business together. And the thing is, is that my sister and my brother are deaf. So it's yeah. like, I had to be the rock of the family where if, if something's wrong, happened, you go to Natalia for it and you mend everything. 100%. So it's like, I still carry that on with me now. Yeah. So it's like, when I think about it, like, and why I even got into like, so, cause like, 
in total honesty, when we it's funny enough, like when we first yeah, started university, both of us were undecided majors. Yes, we did. We're, we did. That's how we yeah, knew each other. Yeah, like we did because we were in the same college. Yeah, like, in the same like um, unit in New York. Yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Literally, like at one point, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a defense lawyer. At one point, I wanted to get into politics. Well, there's so many avenues. Yeah, it's like I I did it. I felt like I never found like my niche. I guess going into university. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's like. I took like all these other courses and I took a mark like the I think it was marketing twenty two hundred or something like that. I don't even remember the first like marketing course I took or whatever. Yeah. And like I fell in love with it. The reason why I liked being like going into like that lawyer space is because you have to talk to people, talk to clients, develop your case, do a yeah. strategy. I like debating. Like I, I like it's a net thing. If I, pick a topic, no, you'll lose. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that, but it's like that was my thing. Like for me, if I have to convince you, have the you, fire, yo. Like, if I have to convince you, like bring it on. Like tell me, like I want to. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like candy or chocolate always, then. Chocolate, girl. Okay, chocolate. that's not even a debate. No, I was saying like, 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 like candy, not Ew. like if you're telling me you have like a Mars bar and like a lollipop. Give me the no, Mars bar. <laughs> give me the Mars bar. Like candy, like I don't even care for. I've always been in that realm, mm-hmm. so it's like. Going into like marketing stuff, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with social and everything. Do you and think your culture had a influence? That's a really good question. I think it did because my mom and my dad always pictured me in being in that corporate yeah. lifestyle. And to this day, my mom and dad still think that. They say like, "Why aren't you at like you know like a big company or mm-hmm. like a like a Fortune five hundred company and doing things?" One like of five hundred people. That's what I'm saying. But, like, for me, in my sense, it's, like, I won't have the access, like... Or the opportunity. The direct access that I have with clients and the people that I can meet in the circle that I'm in, I can't find that anywhere else. No. Because big corporations, they keep you where they need you because it helps them. Exactly. And they don't think about helping you build. Of course. And you're in a company that wants to see you go further and succeed. Yeah. And grow. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I found myself in social media. Yeah. Because, like, I Of course, started, you blossomed. Like, and I've like, seen it, the transition. I've... Wow, yeah. <laughs> you get all red and shit. <laughs> good, good. It's amazing. <laughs> But it's like, I like the whole reason why I even started it in the first place was because of my brother. Yeah. So my brother, he is, he's the kind of person that always needed a push in his life. And that's perfectly fine. Not everyone can be that drive. Mm-hmm. Some people has, you know, have the big idea, but don't know what to do with it. Sort of of things. So it's like, in me, I always, I saw my brother as an opportunity. And it's, it's kind of maybe bad to think of it that way. But in my head, it's like because of like the deaf culture and how they are, I feel like deaf people are so hesitant to go for their dreams just because they're deaf. Yeah. So in my head with my brother, like I feel like my brother didn't know what his niche was either. He started getting into like doing like speeches and motivational speaking mm-hmm. and things like that. And like one day it just like clocked in my head, like, why don't you do this for a living? Yeah. And that's, and the thing is that, funny enough, that's when I started getting into, like, my personal social. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. really, it was just me. You weren't really active at first. No. And then you kind of just skyrocketed. At all, at all. So it's like, to this day, like, I remember that first Instagram live video that yeah. I did. Honestly, I cringed. <laughs> I cringed. Guys. Who didn't help me? Who didn't stop me? Why oh, are, where are my friends? My goodness. It's like, like those pictures you see of you in elementary school, and you're like, <laughs> Didn't oh anybody God. tell me that I shouldn't have worn Like, I thought I was hot. What happened? Yeah, like, literally. Like, do my friends not love me? Like, I watched my Instagram live, guys. 
I was cringing. It was so yeah. awkward as everything. And now it's like I feel so much more comfortable. It's fluid. Yeah. Well, you got me on it. I learned my ABCs. Yeah, so it's like I feel like that was the push. Though, funny enough, I, it wasn't even because I did social for me. I did it for my brother. Yeah. And then I you found yourself through it. Yeah, like I fell in love with it. And I know that where I am now is where I need to be. Like social media and doing like Instagram, Facebook. Like, people don't really realize how much work is behind that. Yeah. There's a whole science behind like just a simple post. Like there's, it's like, it's not even about the post. It's not even about the picture. It doesn't take like, 30 seconds. It takes yeah, hours. Yeah. Like doing all like the research behind it and trying to figure out like how to, t- yeah. Cause the thing is like, I not only have to think about my client, I have to think about me as a consumer and, yeah. and I have to like step out. Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. That's exactly yeah. what it is. So it's like, I, I've always been like, even in like high school or university, mm-hmm. it was literally just work, 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 like do my work and like get the scholarship August. that I need to do, get my essays done. That's like literally like I'm always working sort of thing. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to find that balance between having that personal life. And I think more than anything, it's just making sure that you can sustain that motivation throughout. Of course. So it's like, I know like there's ups and downs throughout it. Sometimes you feel like, why am I even doing this? Am I even going anywhere? Yeah. And you have self doubt, but that's yeah. along the process. It happens. Yeah. And I feel like that's another reason why we have kind of had that connection. They so would. <laughs> no, but like seriously, because you understand like what it takes to like, to like to, to be there. in that. Yeah. A lot of people want to get there, but they don't, don't want to do the work yeah. to do there. To get it's it. like, let me just take the elevator. Like, no, the back burner. <laughs> the thing is you need to, you're going to have people that are going to stomp on you. You're going to have people that are going to put doubt in your head mm-hmm. because they don't want to see you get to where you want to yeah. be. They want they might have good intentions for you. Some people, even close people, like yeah. family, especially, but in the back of their head, they're sending negative vibes and they don't even know it subconsciously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's the thing like, it's like they place their fears on you. So it's like, even to this day, like your yeah. parents, you know, still do that. Like they'll still like, like you need a better job. You, you need to do this. Why aren't you doing this? Like you can do so much more. Your potential is greater. And what they don't realize is that's what you're working towards. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I'm not going <laughs> to You stopped yourself. I stopped myself. I've been working on that. I don't care what your parents think, what your friends think. If you yourself know that what you're doing has a purpose, yep. nothing should ever stop you. No, and nobody's opinion, the culture that we live Reach in, other it. people, nothing, nothing. And it's Find, hard. Yeah. Right? Finding that like group where you can have people that support that. Especially now in 2020, like even find this or with your family, like not everybody's gonna see things the way you see it, yeah. right? And people are gonna have a difference of opinion, but the, the thing I think you need to grasp on is what do you feel? And ultimately what's gonna bring you happiness, mm-hmm. right? You have to be selfish in that sense. Like for a long time, I don't know about you, but I was always doing things for other people. Let me help you, I, I, I have you, I have you, I have you. And I lost myself mm-hmm. for a long time. And until I reined back and figured out, okay, like, no, it's time to be selfish. And explaining that to people who always had me there and always leaned on me, it made me lose relationships. Yeah. And made me grow and push. And some people understood and some people didn't. Mm-hmm. And still going through that process now. Yeah. Like, there's one friend that's like, you know, I need you there to answer and da-da-da. And you need to message me. I'm like, no, I don't need to. Mm-hmm. You want me to. Don't get it mistaken like if you need me i'm there yeah call me anything i'll drop everything but the fact that i have to message you every day or it's not that type of relationship yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's different and when you surround yourself with like-minded people they understand that we don't i don't need to talk to you every day 
as long as I know you're good, mm -hmm. we're good, we keep it moving, and business is flowing. And you just build on top of there. There's always one thing that I always admired about you. And I've told you this before. And like the fact that like we're very similar. But for example, in university, for example, yeah. it was different circumstances. Yeah. And we were literally talking about this last night. We were. That's crazy. We were talking about So it. we were talking about the fact that like I'm blessed to have like my parents who helped me like pay for my school and like make sure that like I didn't have to work to pay for my school yeah. because my parents wanted me to focus my studies yeah and that's literally what i did so it's like i saw the perspective where it's almost as if like i wanted to get to your level where <laughs> you were always grinding working doing your thing sort of thing so that was something that yeah. i always admired from you and i know <laughs> that you've always had to do it from like a young age yeah my our upbringing was very similar but very different yeah. at the same time right we both come from a spanish background spanish community she's full spanish i'm half from portuguese and spanish but nevertheless immigrant parents they're immigrant parents there's no talking them down any which way so even just figuring out who you are through them is very difficult. They, yeah. they set high expectations. And I'm a big family, I'm one of six. My dad's one of 12. So it was always standard, typical, you need to come home, you need to work, clean the house, and then you do your homework. But you make sure there's food done if you're the first one home. Growing up, it's it kind of just led that way. And it always seemed like the boys got away with a little bit more. There was always oh, a stigma. Okay. I feel like that's another podcast topic <laughs> right there, okay? <laughs> it, is, it is. Something to lean into. Yeah. But it was, that's what it felt like. And growing up as a female, it's a lot more challenging. I don't mean to play the girl card because it's not it. Yeah. But we face a lot more hurdles because, let's face it, we are playing in a, and living in a man's world. That's what it is. That's a strong statement. It is. But we are. So we need to learn how to play and be better and always be on top and one step ahead mm -hmm. you have to play chess mm. that's what it is because they're always going to look at us differently mm. not even because of even just my skin color people automatically see me like oh she's white i remember and this leads me on to like something a little different but going into the process of getting to where i am now i was working a bottle service event okay. for um an african uh soca Okay. event okay. and we it was me and two of my other friends who are white or european and we had flags okay. tied on to us so i had the jamaican flag one of them had the trinity flag and the other had like barbados and the first negative comment that we got was why are these three caucasian girls representing our country yeah and after reading all the going back and forth because one of my friends really felt it and yeah. she felt the need to express herself well i was just sitting back and i was really feeling like well a little discriminated against uh -huh. right and going through that process because i'm like one you don't know anything about me my skin color is white but i'm not white mm -hmm. i don't perceive myself as a white person that kind of really set it for me and made me think a little bit deeper okay so my skin's now a factor my sex has to be a factor mm -hmm. how and who i choose to love needs to be a factor because mm -hmm. all these little things me having tattoos is a factor because mm -hmm. people look at these and they already automatically assume mm -hmm. and i caught myself and learned not to do that yeah and to build and to go forward, but it was challenging. Even going back to like how I was growing up, my parents, you know, my dad never cut your hair, never colored it. You have to have long hair. He yeah. likes girls with long hair. Yeah. You're a girl, you have to have long hair. You have to come home, you have to clean. Growing up, my grind was a little bit different than you. I had to go through school, playing sports if I wanted to, but still having to work and to come home and to take care of my siblings and the household. Even though I am the middle child, a lot of that did get pressed onto me. So I feel when you said, I was the glue to yeah. hold everybody. Because yeah. even now, that's how it feels like. 
Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of stress, but breaking out from the norm. Like all my brothers and sisters, like my older brother and sister, they graduated. They have a full-time career. They're in where they need to be. My younger brother and sister, their and sisters, they're in school. They're focusing on what they need to be. I was different. Mm-hmm. I knew that regardless if I got my diploma or not, it wasn't gonna be the path I was. You were you're not a nine to five person. I'm not. I'm not a nine to five. Which is not, there's nothing wrong with nine to five. There's, no, if that's comfortable for you and you're there's good to do it, then it. go ahead and do it. Hundred percent. But I was never meant to work for anybody else. Mm. I can't. I live by my own rules. I do my own thing. I have my own opinions and a lot of the time my opinions are strong and forceful because that's the character that's the whole latin crazy hot-headed spicy girl that they call us right and i'm not afraid to say what's on my mind because i don't feel a need to have to yeah so like what would you say to people